A 21-year-old airman has been arrested for leaking classified documents online. Teachers opposed to diversity training get hit with a massive fine. Plus, radical Democrat Hakeem Jeffries has some explaining to do. All that and more. I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Friday. I hope you had a great week. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Jack Teixeira, who is the airman responsible for leaking scores of classified documents on the internet over the last few months. So was this person some kind of Jason Bourne who has just now gone rogue, wanting to bring down the United States of America? Not exactly. Turns out that this document leaker is a 21-year-old kid who apparently was showing off to his online video game buddies. Hey man, check out what I got. Well, what he got were some highly classified documents on a host of intelligence and military operations. The FBI, uh, as Attorney General Merrick Garland just announced at the Justice Department just a few moments ago, uh, has taken into custody uh, a 21-year-old airman with the Massachusetts Air National Guard. Uh, and this is in connection with this extraordinary series of leaks of classified documents from a number of agencies across the U.S. government, the Pentagon, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, uh, and so on. Uh, these documents have been appearing in unusual places online, such as Discord and Twitter and Telegram, uh, apparently since January. But the Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said uh, earlier this week that he only learned uh, about this case on the 6th of April. Now, during his pathetic and embarrassing trip to Ireland, Joe Biden was asked about the document leak and said this to reporters. I can't right now. There is a full-blown investigation going on, as you know, with the intelligence community and the Justice Department, and they're getting close. We don't, I don't have an answer. Okay. I'm not concerned about the leakages, and I'm concerned that it happened. But there is nothing contemporaneous that I'm aware of that is of great consequence. Basically, what Biden is saying is that what was released is no big deal. No big secrets, no big strategies, no big operations being revealed. Wrong. As Greg Kelly at Newsmax reports, here is some of the information that was released by this guy in chat groups and to his video game friends. Details on Ukrainian military strength. U.S. intelligence gathering effort with allies and adversaries. U.S. involvement in Ukraine. And that's just a sample. Other leaked information includes efforts by the Biden administration to undermine the government of Benjamin Netanyahu in Israel, our strongest ally in the Middle East, and Biden is trying to sow unrest with the people in Israel. In addition, the revelation that special forces have been on the ground in Ukraine actually fighting the Russians has serious, serious consequences. If that's what America is doing, then that is a violation of the War Powers Act, and Biden is breaking the law, not to mention elevating tensions between America and Russia to a much higher level. More will be learned in the coming days, but as former CIA operative Mike Baker points out, much of the problem stems from a lack of consequences for leaking such material. The problem we've got here is uh, over the years, uh, it's very simple in, in, in my view, is a lack of consequences for this sort of, uh, of behavior these sort of actions taken by individuals. If we had consistent, from administration to administration, consistent, serious consequences for leaking uh, classified information, for breaking your very important and serious uh, secrecy agreements that these, all, these people all sign, 
then we could help to, I believe, minimize this problem. Here's the main point to keep in mind and to observe as you watch the news and press briefings. The media will likely be focusing on questions such as, how did someone so young have such access? Or who might have fed him this information? Or what safeguards will be put in place in the future? In other words, they will be talking about the leak as a process and not about the information that was leaked. We cannot have boots on the ground in Ukraine. We should not be undermining our allies. These are the questions that need to be asked and the Biden administration needs to provide the answers. All right, next let's talk about modern day teacher training. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about America's government-run schools and the efforts that are going on not only to indoctrinate students, but to indoctrinate teachers. We see examples all over social media of these woke leftist teachers exerting their influence over young children. Remember this teacher who removed the American flag from her classroom and left the children wondering what they're supposed to pledge allegiance to. My kid today goes, hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got to find it. Like, I'm working on it. I got you. <laughs> in the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? <laughs> there are a lot more examples out there, but here's the thing. There are so many teachers around the country who just want to teach. They just want to teach math and science and reading and history. The problem is that the whole network is controlled by the left, and that means that ideas of racial division and white oppression and other nonsense are being forced on teachers so that they will force those concepts on students. A perfect example is what's going on in Missouri in which two teachers were ordered by an Obama-appointed judge to pay over $300,000 in legal fees for opposing their school's mandatory diversity training. The teachers say the training had school employees discuss their place on a so-called oppression matrix, advocate for changes in political, economic, and social life, and disclose personal details that they wish to keep private. An oppression matrix? But when pressed on such ideas that are born out of critical race theory and other leftist concepts, School administrators say, oh, that's not being taught. Right. Here's one of the teachers explaining that this so-called anti-racism training was all about. The training was a mandatory training, and it had us agree to um, stating that, not only stating, but taking action that um, America is systemically racist, that if we believe in a colorblind America that we are white supremacists. And it really just felt like that there was no hope and that the wheels had come off the bus of what our job as educators was. Unreal. If you believe that all Americans should get along and achieve based on merit, you're a white supremacist. So that teacher in another filed a lawsuit against having to take this training which violates their own personal beliefs and their First Amendment rights. Instead, the judge ordered the two teachers to pay over 300 grand in legal fees. When asked if the fees were excessive, the attorney for one of the teachers summed up exactly what this is all about. It's absolutely excessive. The point of it is to chill speech. 
Right. This is a First Amendment case in the first place where our clients were required to attest and affirm to ideas that they just simply don't believe in. They believe that America should be colorblind. They believe that they should not have to look at the color of the student's skin. And that's all that they were fighting for. They only asked for $1 in damages. They just wanted the judge to find this unconstitutional and stop it. And instead, he ruled for the school district, and then he ordered them to pay over a quarter million dollars in attorney's fees. This is absolutely unprecedented, and the intent of it is to scare parents and teachers from ever bringing a lawsuit again. This goes right in line with so many other examples of the weaponization of government against conservatives. The left is pushing an ideology of division, suppression, and control, and leftists will use the power of government to force people into compliance. We have to continue to fight back and show that we will not be bullied. Freedom from tyranny is exactly what America is all about, and the left represents that tyranny. All right, next let's talk about leftist Democrat Hakeem Jeffries. He's the Democrat who took over Nancy Pelosi's position in the House leadership as a House minority leader. He's also your typical radical leftist, but like many, they try to hide their racist or anti-Semitic attitudes while at the same time calling others racist and anti-Semitic. Case in point are the efforts in recent years, now that Jeffries in the spotlight, for him to distance himself from the actions of his uncle, Leonard Jeffries, who was well-known in New York for anti-Semitic comments and a host of other actions. Hakeem Jeffries' uncle was well-known, especially in New York, for his controversial remarks. Among the things uh, Leonard Jeffries said, uh, he claimed that rich Jews, uh, financed the slave trade. He said that Jewish Hollywood executives, quote, planned and plotted a conspiracy to denigrate black Americans in their films. Uh, he was condemned back in those days by the Anti-Defamation League, by then Governor Mario Cuomo. After a lengthy legal battle, he left his position at the City, City University of New York. So that's Leonard Jeffries. What has Hakeem Jeffries said about this guy? In 2013, he told the Wall Street Journal that he didn't follow what his uncle was doing, that he was cut off from that kind of news. Just a few years ago, in 2019, Jeffrey said this. My father made a deliberate decision to try to shield us from that controversy because he was very concerned as to how it could just impact our well-being, our focus, because it was an intense situation. I've said that there are many statements that he has made that I disagree with and that obviously are very different than the course that I've followed. Um... And I've sort of left it at that. He just kind of left it at that. But did he? No. It turns out that as a college student, Hakeem Jeffries embraced the actions of his uncle and even held a press conference in his uncle's defense. I guess modern day Hakeem Jeffries just forgot about that period in his life. Yeah, that's right. So Jeffries uh, and the Black Student Union actually invited his uncle to speak on campus. And then after Jewish student groups protested, Jeffries led a press conference uh, defending his uncle. That obviously undermines that quote we just read from the Wall Street Journal a little bit earlier, where uh, he said he could not even recall um, you know, local press coverage of this. He actually led a press conference. In addition to inviting his uncle to speak on campus and holding a press conference in his defense, Jeffries also wrote an op-ed where he said his uncle has challenged the white supremacist educational system and as punishment, his uncle has endured a media lynching complete with character assassinations and inflammatory erroneous accusations. Hmm. Seems to me that not only did Hakeem Jeffries know what his uncle was doing, he also embraced those actions. Okay, so we've had a 21-year-old gamer dumping classified documents, a leftist Obama judge, 
and Democrat Hakeem Jeffries. We need to ask them, do you have a relaxed brain? I got what you call like, I don't know, a relaxed brain. First on Relaxed Brain Friday, we have a bizarre research study that claims that people with a sensitive nose, like for disgusting smells, are more, more likely to be xenophobic. That's right. This study conducted across nine countries by scientists at the Karolinska Institute in Stockholm says that if you have a repulsion to sweat, bad breath, and smelly feet, you probably dislike refugees. Yes, that's an actual study. And then we have these breaking headlines from the Babylon Bee. AI is totally safe and development should continue rapidly, says totally genuine 100% human scientist. Just watch, that's coming. And then in research news, scientists at Budweiser attempt to discover how many beers it would take for Dylan Mulvaney to pass as a woman. Uh, that's gonna take a lot of beers. And maybe that was Bud Light's plan to increase sales all along. Now, they just wanna lose money, but hey, at least the company is woke. Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show, so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Monday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Eberly. This is a 13-minute news hour.